On today's episode of Pizza in a Podcast, we are back after a brief hiatus. We cover wedding DJ songs, we cover a little bit of TikTok action in a brand new segment of ours. We go into the best and worst parts of fall. We have football back and finish off with Pete's picks. But in any event, I find it very troubling that you keep fading all of my betting picks. Well, I fade. I bet I fade your picks, and then I fade our friend David Dewinsky's picks. Yeah, but it's fun to fade Constantly. Dave's picks. We actually call him Dave's disastrous picks now. So <laughs> could be a segment. <laughs> definitely, definitely could be a segment. folks how are you hey there it's been a long time welcome back to pizza in a podcast happy to have you here we've missed you we've missed you terribly um i think we deserve to catch up with you a little bit so that's right we're... pinger what have you been up to in the past three months taking a vacation i have uh moved into a new apartment the new recording studio AKA the new recording studio. So far, I am thrilled with it, with the exception of the fact that I still do not have my television mounted to the wall. It is currently on your kitchen counter as we watch the Celtics beat the Heat. Hopefully. Hopefully. There's still a lot of time yet. Hopefully, I didn't malloy that. But There's, I, I kind of hope you did. Yeah. Let's go, Heatles. <laughs> um, it's been an interesting month and a half not having a television where a television is supposed to go, but, you know, we're making through. Hey, listen, progress. First world problems at the end of the day. <laughs> progress. I mean, you got the new place. TV's next. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll take it. What have you been up to? I'm married. My life's the same every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get shit for that. But, no, everything is good. I We took the same vacation, and... I'm going to Utah. Exciting. In a couple of weeks, which should be very interesting. Where in uh, where in Utah? So Salt Lake City, and then going down to Zion National Park, Ooh. and a couple other of the national parks down there. And get this, I'm such a degenerate that so we're going to Southern Utah, right? So we're going sure. across Southern Utah. We're flying back from Vegas. Ooh. So we got one Vegas night in there. Where are you going? Where are you going to stay? I'm fighting for Cosmo. I think we're looking at Bellagio or Cosmo because it's actually on a Wednesday night. That was, for those of you who do not know, uh, the gentleman to my left spent some time in Vegas uh, along with myself and a great number of friends for his bachelor party. The Cosmo, what a place. Great place for a balcony. Beautiful place, indeed. But like, I think you have some pretty exciting things coming up for yourself as well, right? We do. So one of my best friends from college is getting married this weekend. Shout out, Eddie. Congratulations to you and and the new Mrs. Michelle. Um, 
And it's one of it, it for obvious reasons, and you two can relate. It went from being a you know like a bigger traditional wedding to one of these micro weddings. I know all too well about this situation. Yes. Just for quick context, not to interrupt you, but I ended up doing a wedding, which by the way, man to my right, Mr. Pete was the officiant of my wedding. Just just a, a fantastic story. But anyway, I had te- we had 10 people at my mother-in-law's house. We did it in the backyard and we uh, did it on Facebook Live for the world to see. The reception was postponed. We are doing a reception late, at a later date. But um, yes, to answer your question, I know the micro wedding situation all too well. Right. Continue. So this is slightly bigger than 10, but it's still, you know. I mean, you got in, so it had to be bigger than 10. I got in. It's the immediate family and the bridal party. What is currently interesting is the reception is being held in uh, one of their backyards. So they're doing the whole tent thing, which I'm all for. Love that, the idea. Now, this is one of those tents that you call ahead and they assemble this like one of massive the, construction project and yes. it's done in like two hours, but it lasts the whole weekend. Right? Yeah. The, the circus tent, the circus will, tent. Yes. Not the tailgate tent. Right. Right. Um, well, that's because there's circus ac- type activities being done under the circus tent as well as at weddings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so my lutes, one of, one of my buddies is responsible for putting together the playlist of which I, I added a little bit of input. We used to, you know, listen to just absurd music together back in the day. And now, this is no joke. This is like a big fucking deal. This is. To be tasked with like, I'm, I'm glad that you are there to provide some guidance just because I may have had an influence on your musical selection over the years as well. Yes, so. there's going to be tons of pre-2004 gangster rap. <laughs> <laughs> songs and I guess I can contribute some of my essentials that I would I would gather have to be in. So on these I, I will call out some essentials that I, I do think are important, but I am sure that we are still missing a few. Right now the body count is fifty one songs at a whopping three hours and thirteen minutes. So Nowhere near long enough. We still have a lot to do. Nowhere near long enough. You don't think I know that? Okay, I'm just just saying We've got a few days. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's so, let's hear it. In no particular order of when they are played, the late great Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. How how can you say no to that being an that is essential? Essential song, taking it back to to the old blues and uh, and the oldies. Ain't no mountain high enough, Marvin. Gaye. Yes, yes, obviously. Gotta have it. Now that's like a. It's very important to figure out where you play that in the wedding, right? Because like, I don't think you can play that early in the wedding. I think that's a song like you need like the, you need like the drunk uncle just going, listen, baby, you know, you kind of need that. So you need to put that like very carefully, like into the playlist. So I- Do you get where I'm going with that? Oh, I totally get where, I see what you're saying. I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. What I have come to believe with that song is it does so well, maybe three songs after everybody's done with dinner, but people are still too scared to go up and dance. Perfect. Yep. Everyone's getting up for this song. So so the first song that you play is one of those songs that just like peaks everybody's ears up. We'll cover those momentarily. 
but after you have that little that little foreplay song, if you will, you hit them with the hit. Uncle Joe's already like a few back, you know. <laughs> Uncle Joe's feeling good. He's ready to he's ready to belt out some Marvin Gaye for sure. Uncle Joe no longer wants to only drink beer. He's going to try and become a Scotch guy tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and four and a half Johnny Blacks later, here we are. Here we are. Yep. Um, as one of the the heater songs, the ones that absolutely has to be played. I don't care when in the year it is. It doesn't matter. Uh huh. September. Oh, thank. Okay, thank fire. you. I was getting concerned. Yes, this is. I hear September. I think of people dressed up. I think of tuxedos. I think of nice clothes. Just a great time. People slipping their thumbs under their suspenders and using them oh, as dancing yes. accessories. Yeah, uh, cringeworthy sight, but happens frequently. Yes. Um, no, this is the number one wedding song. I, I was getting concerned. It, it took a while to get there. I mean, much like the song, it can't come early. You no, gotta let no, build, it build up. No, this is heat of the moment. This is heat of the moment. This is like maybe like three, four songs after, like at a minimum, ain't no mountain high enough. Like this is like the dance floor is bumping. That just boom, just keeps that fire going. It's like gasoline on a fire right there. Speaking of, I don't think it was the heat of the moment made the list. Oh, oh, well done. Though still a banger. <laughs> still a banger, I agree. Still but that, that's well done. Well done, bravo. There is, going back to what we were saying before, a song that you played to pique the interest uh-huh. that gets the people going before you play an Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Okay. Right? You just finished your tilapia, your Chilean sea bass, maybe you had the braised short ribs. No, folks, don't get, don't get the tilapia. The last essential that I will say, I think it has to be shout. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the thumbs in the suspender song. I think that's the real thumbs in the suspender song. That's So here's the real question. Shout comes on. You're at a wedding. You start dancing. Hey, 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 it keeps building. It keeps building. It's giving yeah. you everything that you want, everything that you need. And God forbid if you did leg day the day before the wedding, you're you're be you're, you're in trouble because because when uh, when they make you get a little bit lower, I mean, it's, you better get a little lower. It's, it's a problem. I yeah, spilled yeah, my yeah. pants on that before. <laughs> but you get to that point. What are you thinking of in that moment? Are you thinking of Animal House? When they're having the rager, or uh, are you thinking the intro to Wedding Crashers? No, I, so Wedding Crashers, in full full disclosure, like Wedding Crashers is like probably one of my favorite comedies of all time. So I'm going Wedding Crashers. If you told me Animal House, I'm not going to get upset at you for that, but I think it's Wedding Crashers. Just hey Otis. Yes, it's just unbelievable. That was good. That that was good. You took you took a lot of the ones that. I think I would have said, I think some, some different ones that I'll throw in there for you. Number one, little R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Aretha McGurl. Okay. Gotta have that in there. And I know we're going with a lot of old school ones, but like, guys, these are classics. They gotta be in there. If you want something a little bit more recent, I think you gotta go Yeah by Usher. Ooh, that is... That's not even that recent anymore. That's like, oh my God, that's like... Well, compared almost to almost well, but even that's like almost twenty years old now. I'm saying like recent, but yeah, I I would go yeah, a hundred percent has to be in there. I think 
everybody loves to do the Q-tip when that song comes on, bringing out their best hitch moves. Hitch, yeah, phenomenal. This is how we do it, Montello Jordan, bringing that one out for sure. A couple other ones. You didn't mention Michael Jackson at all. Uh, Listen, any MJ is fine. Name your pick. Any MJ, part of the wedding, perfectly fine with that. I'm going to throw out a hot take. I'll take Prince over MJ when it comes to wedding soundtrack. Ooh, ooh, wow. You want? I mean, I don't know if that's really that bold, but I'm just such a big MJ guy. But I mean, I'll take Kiss over. Well, certainly, Man in the Mirror. Yeah. Beat it. Billy Jean. Billy Jean has to be played at the wedding. That's true. Billy Jean has to be played at the wedding. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Kiss is a banger. Okay, some out-of-the-box ones. You might want to include some out-of-the-box ones. Wagon Wheel or Chicken Fried, for if there's any country sort of feel to it. Both highly popular. Should be in there. Um, hey, I'm just going to come out and say it. Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Great song. Are you doing the original or are you doing the uh, Biggie Smalls uh, no, remix? No, we're going full Miley. We're going full Miley. Full Miley. You never go full Miley. No, I well, well, yeah, <laughs> that would get me in some trouble. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm going full Miley Cyrus. Party in the USA. Real quick, favorite wedding closing song. Ooh, I'm a piano man guy. I all was the way. just gonna say piano, piano man. man, and it's so funny. I was gonna ask you that question. Um, for get out of here with Journey. No one wants to hear that song anymore. I I do. No, come that's, on. That's not my closing song. I, but that's I, listen, be... listen, I, listen. I, no, no disrespect. I'm sorry. I came out a little hot there. Journey, I love you. Great. Back up. Yeah, I need to back up a little bit. <laughs> it's a great song, but it just like when I hear it now. First of all, I think it's like you get that Sopranos kind of feel. Like just pops into your head for a second. Spoiler alert. But it's fair. But yeah, and plus, just it's been so overplayed. I don't know. I, listen, I know it doesn't get old. It's still a great song, but I got to go with Billy. I got to go with Billy. And maybe that's just because, you know, we're tri-state area. But I think I got to go Billy. Got to go piano, man. Long Island. Yes, I would also go with Billy Joel there. I'm going to throw two curveballs at you. Okay. The first one, Horses by Daryl Braithwaite. It is like the ultimate late 80s, early 90s ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, the second, and it's a little on the nose for all of you Aaron Sorkin fans who prefer more filmy stuff, but closing time, little semi-sonic. Oh, oh yeah. But that's, yeah. Oh, sad. It is, but it's. You are sad. The you're wedding. You're sad it's it, over. You're but, sad it's over. But you're happy it happened. You're happy it happened. <laughs> exactly. If you love exactly. something, set it free. There's always the after party. Yeah. I'm trying to think like. Is there like any, are there any like very recent songs that like you would add past few years? Like, okay, like you want to get like some Bruno Mars in there, Uptown Funk. Uh, Marry You. Yeah, I'm good with all that. But like, I don't know, I'm trying to think. I like, think Loving You Easy, Zach Brown Band. Uh, Yeah, that'll definitely be played at my wedding. That it gets the people going. Could also go with Kanye West and Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Ball so hard. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of like current day. I, I, like, I haven't heard a song in the past year that I've been like, wow, this is a classic. It's going to add to the list. That's a good point. You know what I think people are starting to get to? And here's where it's really beginning to upset me a bit is TikTok, right? You got Charlie D'Amelio mm-hmm. and her sister and that Addison Ray lady who hanging out with Kourtney Kardashian, two of my favorite people right there, all for it. But everything you do, everything you listen to, Spotify has a TikTok songs 2020 starting off with a song called Nails, Hair, Hips, Heels, which quite frankly, I don't care if this makes me sound like Mike Francesa. I have no idea about any of this stuff. <laughs> no, I would I would say that um, nothing is, has sparked my interest there. And like even you hear the TikTok songs and it's like, like if you hear them outside of TikTok, you're kind of like, oh shit, that's that song from TikTok. Yeah. And you don't want to hear it because you've probably heard it a thousand times. It's so popular. And I know that TikTok has been in, you know, one of these situations with the government where everybody's worried about like data privacy and all that. But did you hear that um, they, that they finally accepted a bid for a buyer in the US? I did. So uh, my good friend here is, is working on some stuff. We won't, we won't go into detail on it, but um there may be a recurring business segment on the pod coming up. So let's just briefly touch on it here. Absolutely. So yes, US TikTok. Super shocking. Oracle does not really seem to have much of a social media play. No, no, especially when I would say Oracle is probably biggest competitor to purchase that aspect of the business, which we don't know all the details of the deal yet, but was Microsoft business sold to Oracle, which is who, <laughs> who owns LinkedIn for those that don't know. The, um, yes, they, so Microsoft, which despite the fact is that it is one of the world's largest companies. I myself am, you know, love Microsoft office suite, everything along those lines, but they have made a couple of highly questionable acquisitions in the past couple of years and not it's not that the the acquisition itself was questionable but it was what they did they had these real high flying uh subsidiaries that they ended up purchasing and while they didn't let them die they certainly took their foot off the gas to what pete said originally with linkedin right linkedin has kind of fallen off it's you know people go on it when they're looking for a new job they're not so from a online resume standpoint, absolutely. But how many of the posts are you following? How many, how often do you see, you know, some political comment or some, some comment that has nothing to do with the original purpose of the platform? No, it's, it's fair. I'm just saying like the platform definitely has a purpose to it. I think what was interesting about the Microsoft bid was that Walmart was coming in with Microsoft on the bid. Like we're here saying Oracle won the bid and it's like, where the fuck was like, like Walmart coming into that made zero sense to me. So I guess the only argument that I can make or that I can potentially think of is Walmart's trying to, in some ways, copy Amazon in terms of becoming this giant behemoth conglomerate. Right. So for their, Right. For their online marketplace, they acquired Jet. They've got to combat uh, Amazon fashion. They have Bonobos. 
to, you know, they've got their own big box superstore. If I'm not mistaken, they also own maybe either BJ's or Sam's Club. Uh, cannot confirm that. But I th- obviously they have their own kind of grocery setup. And they anyway. have their own yeah. original stores as well. I think this is an opportunity to try and level the playing field with some sort of a social media push, especially with what you can do from the data standpoint. You could have a mini supermarket sweep series. Which you know how I feel about that. I do. Big supermarket sweep fan. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, yeah, it, it's, it was a stretch for me. I, I didn't totally get that. But hey, I mean, listen, for Oracle, obviously it's a big deal. If they could get that right, that could be ginormous for them. And obviously they, they've recently ventured pretty well into the cloud space to begin with. Um, Oracle's just a f- damn good company to begin with anyway. They are, there's a reason they've been in business for as long as they are. I know the guys I work with, you know, definitely approve. And I don't think I heard that CEO is um, rather friendly with uh, the current president of the United States of America. Oh, uh, Safra Katz? Yes. Yeah, he's... He's boys with Trump, yeah. Doesn't hurt. Does not hurt at all, which is obviously something that's a very interesting part of the fall coming up to begin with anyway in terms of uh, the November election here. But uh, yeah, I can't believe that I actually said that. The fact that fucking fall is here. Fall's here. Fall is here. I mean, look at me. I got a I got a little light quarter zip on as we speak. Looks dashing as ever. Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate that. But listen, there's like a lot of fall love. I feel like, and what I mean by that is, I don't know if it's just, maybe just here in the Northeast, but like just the Southern, Southern, weather change we had yes where it was like we were sweating our balls off and then all of a sudden now it's just consistently 70 degrees every fucking day and it's perfect just windows open weather yeah perfect windows open you're driving with all the windows open in the car like it's just perfect for that um so i that got me thinking a lot of things get me thinking you know um this in particular got me thinking though because are you a fan of fall or you're rolling your eyes at me, so maybe I'll just take control here and then maybe get, he, let you gather your thoughts a little bit there. I, I'm good. Okay. Okay. You sure? Okay. Here's what I'll say. I have strongly mixed feelings on fall. You know, there's a lot of things that I like, you know, pumpkin spice lattes, I'll have one, but that's where I draw the line at pumpkin, except for oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, pie. we'll get into pumpkin spice lattes. Don't you worry. You know, I love a good flannel. Apple cider donut. It's got to be an apple cider donut. A warm apple cider donut with a hot toddy. Ooh, talk dirty to me. That is good shit right there. Um, what, anything else? Uh, bonfires. Always love a nice oh, yeah. little campfire. Yep. It's not so hot at night where you're, you know, you're screwed. Get to find a, a nice little lady during cuffing season. Uh, sit next to him with a blanket, bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Love a bonfire. What about you? What are your thoughts? So definitely early fall weather. Big fan of the fall golf. Obviously, some of you may not even know what the hell I'm talking about when I say that, but just playing golf in the fall is just absolutely spectacular and tremendous. Brisk. It's nice and brisk. Um, Sleeping with the windows open. Big thing. Like, I love that fall crisp 
in the middle of the night. That fall crisp into like the dewy morning. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I mentioned it already. I'll repeat it. The apple cider donuts, just when you get them nice and hot, they're fantastic. Those are just probably the only things I like about fall because it gets to a certain point. You it'll it'll come for the north for the northeasterners. It'll come in the next couple of weeks where everything just starts dying outside. <laughs> and, yeah, like you just start to feel dead inside. It stops the, the sun goes down a lot sooner, which fucking sucks. I hate the dark. Like I I love when it's light out until like nine o'clock at night. Like that's fucking awesome. So when that shit starts happening, I get very depressed. I get sad. It gets way too cold. I hate winter. Fuck the snow. That's all I just start thinking of once the calendar turns to October. And I'm an October baby. Like I like I just don't like fall after that. I think I'm good for like the first month and then I'm done. And for what it's worth, fuck a spooky season. I, I think that Oh well we know you hate scary movies. I actually like I can go for one every once in a while. Listen, it's not like I'm looking forward to it. And fuck ha- oh Halloween is like Halloween's not- Halloween is like the worst thing ever. Like candy's great. I hate Halloween parties. Oh my god. I I like I like I'm at the point in my life now where if you invite me to your Halloween party, I'm just not going. <laughs> because if I go, I don't want to dress up and you're all going to constantly tell me all night how I'm not dressed up. Like yes, I'm fucking aware I'm not dressed up, okay? I don't want to fucking go and buy shit that I'm going to wear once in my life and just throw it out. Well, the best was the best is when you dress up as somebody else and you can get away with it, right? I, I, yeah, but even that, like, that had a that had a run, right? Like, like, oh yeah, I'm going as uh, Pete and Grosky this year, and you know, like someone will call you out for that now and be like, no, you just didn't want to dress up, so like, you can't even get away with that anymore. My college roommate did that sophomore year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it had a window. That it window did. is closed. No, now it's I don't know. I, I'm over it. But you know what I'm not over? And you know what I don't just like, but I love that yeah. we have glossed over? Uh, I, yeah. Go, uh, tell me more. Football's back, baby. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. That's Football. right. No, we didn't forget, folks. We did not forget. Football is back. Most of the college conferences are playing, which I love. The NFL is back. Week one in the books. Yes, both of our teams are just the lowest form of toilet matter on the face of this earth. Yeah, you're talking to a Jet and a Giant fan. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's no other way to say it. Football is back. It's the best thing about fall. If you disagree, I'm sorry. Uh, if you say Halloween, I get lost. Knock it off. Just get out, get out of my face. Football is the best thing about fall. And I was Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, glued to the TV. My poor wife, like... <laughs> It's just like a like I become a zombie, just a football zombie, and this it'll happen every weekend until the Super Bowl. There's so many aspects of it. You got fantasy football, you got sports betting, you've got buffalo chicken dip, the the food, the fun. You get to have everybody come over, and they're all part of still getting cozy. Get to show up in like sweatpants and a jersey or like a flannel shirt, something that's just absolutely magical. The beverages too. Uh, we should have mentioned too, like the Oktoberfest beers. I'm cool with too. Oh, I do like a good Oktoberfest. Yeah, beer. like that's that's a good part of it too. But even more enjoyable when I'm watching football. That's true. Sorry, and, keep going. Well, speaking of the Oktoberfest beers, uh huh. What I love 
are the football beer commercials that we've seen <laughs> over the years. Which, you know, shout out, I think it was Barstool who posted. It was, it was Barstool. Barstool Sports, as always. So they posted one of the old Coors Light, the and twin songs, where it's like, ah, love football on TV. Shots of Gina Lee. Keep going. Don't stop. Chilling with my friends and, and twins. twins. The best, one of the best commercials. Yes. Like, if it wasn't for fall, we wouldn't have that. Wow, that commercial brought back like major nostalgia Those, for me, though. Talk, <laughs> talk to me. What best football-based beer commercials that you've okay. seen in your lifetime? So this is this is great. Listen, it's it's not necessarily a football based beer commercial but i will say that it has everything so like listen it's the same target audience okay so, the real men of genius bud light commercials God, if you guys haven't heard these just put into youtube bud light real men of genius and you're welcome you're you're going to be entertained for probably an hour and a half we will post some of them if we can find them on our uh social media yes at Pizza and a Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, I like I'm thinking like just off the top of my head, Mr. Mr. Silent Gas Passer, um, <laughs> Mr. Supermarket Deli Meat Slicer, um, Mr. Taco Salad, what is it? Mr. Taco Salad Guy Inventor. These were fucking classics, guys. You gotta check these out. Probably just me mentioning it, you probably are having some nostalgia as well. Those are my favorites. Um this is what <laughs> Do you do you have some favorites, or, or do you, are you just gonna go with Real Men of Genius? Also, I will. I think that the uh, Mister Cell Phone Holster Wear. <laughs> Thank God that kind of went away. Like I don't, I don't think that it it has by and large, <laughs> as well as the uh, the pro sports heckling guy. Yes, I remember that one too. <laughs> There's so many good ones. Yeah, you will be entertained for hours. Um, just to throw out like some other ones. My other favorite um, area of this was the they would show uh, football like like uh, head coaches like football head coaches doing their press conferences. Yes, <laughs> there'd be four guys like just like Joe Schmoes holding like Coors Light, and they would be asking the questions in the press conferences related to Coors Light. And then it would cut back to the NFL head coach's answers, like as if it yes. was the real answer. Those are fucking great. They got like Bill Parcells in there. You got Jim Mora playoffs. Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dennis Green. I think Dennis Green was in there. Um, those were just classic. It's it's fair. It's fair. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, just to stick on the football topic here, I think it's time to close out the day. And what this is like the most exciting Pete's picks. Not that we've had many to pick from, but this is definitely the most exciting Pete's picks because it includes football. Love me some football. Love love us some football. Here. Sorry, Korean baseball league. <laughs> the KBL. Yeah, we we may retire from the KBL uh, picks. Um, I've got a new dance partner now. The soccer picks. Um, I'm not totally retiring them because. There's a chance that I will just get the random itch. It's just a different bet. football. Yeah, it's a different football. Right. But yeah, anyway, step aside. It's it's time for football picks. Um, why don't you lead us off, my friend? All right. So for this week, 
we're entering week two. I'm going to take a bit of a hot take here. You know, was fortunate enough to watch Joe Burrow, go Tigers, uh, go Tigers, play in his inaugural game and in classic Cincinnati fashion, they just absolutely fuck the end of the game with the kicker missing a kick. Apparently he pulled his calf in the <laughs> middle of the kick, which like we've all pulled muscles. It hurts like a bitch. I pulled my hamstring two weeks ago. I think we'll save that for next week. That's a funny story. That's Galgate 2.0. Yeah. Hammy, hammy gate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that would only happen to the Bengals. Yeah. That happens to the Bengals and maybe the Lions with like a DeAndre Swift drop pass. But going back, I'm taking the under 43 Bengals Browns because the Browns continue to not being to not be able to do anything despite the fact that they've got great wide receivers. <laughs> um and I will parlay that with taking the Bengals plus oh. five and a half. So he shits on the Bengals and he turns around and takes them. Play you're, the fade. You're going. You're. Going. You play the fade. Plus five and a half. The Browns only were able to put up six points last week. Yeah. The Bengals have Joe Burrow. They got Boyd. AJ Green has the opportunity to do some huge things. You saw the toe tap pass that he had in the uh, in the end zone. That I don't recall if it counted or not, but it was a hell of a catch. It's what you want. It's what you trust. Okay, and that's that's a little Thursday night action for you, I believe, too. That so, is. Um, what you, about you? What do you got? Hopefully, you win in that one early, and you can turn right around and take your and picks. put that on my pick. Which I'm going to go to a pair of 0 and one teams, the Indianapolis Colts, who royally fucked up my teaser last week. Yikes! Um, losing to the horrible Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Naeem Hines, though. Yeah, I mean, so if you don't know what a teaser is, um, you non-gambling folks, what a teaser is is basically you take like a parlay. So, well, your parlay is you bet more than one game simultaneously, um, and all you have to win all your bets in that parlay to win the bet, right? So, a teaser is taking a parlay and manipulating this the point spread. Yep. So you're teasing it down six point seven points, whatever for football, right? So. Anyway, that's what a teaser is. I'll probably do one of those at some point. That's why I'm explaining that. But, uh, yeah, they royally fucked me. And they are playing the Minnesota Vikings, who uh, Aaron Rodgers proved that he's still pretty good um, against their defense last week. But I am a big believer in the Vikings. The Vikings are actually – yeah, they, yeah you, they do have a great offense. They're getting three points here. But I'm saying fuck the points. You're taking Vikings money line. Take your winnings from from Mr. Ingrassi's parlay, and you throw that right on the, the Vikings money line. Uh, that's plus one thirty eight. Um, that's that's a good pick for you right there. And I will just add, it is the Golf US Open this week, so just a couple quick ones. Uh, I'm taking Brendan Todd to place top twenty at plus three thirty five, and I'm going with the favorite Dustin Johnson to win. Just if you are a golf fan, you can just tack those right on as well. Um, For what it's worth, if you can take a parlay on this and it is Jordan Spieth missing the cut, I would put the next month's rent on it considering (laughs) how he has a great inability to hit the fairway at any point this year and really of late. And the rough at winged foot is just 
a thicket. It's very thick, which is why I'm taking Brendan Todd top 20. Guy doesn't miss the fairway. And Dustin Johnson, for the record, is uh, eight and a half to one, basically like eight or nine to one um, to win. So I'm going with that. And those are your picks. I will add that as we were filming this, you may have heard a disdain, disgust in my voice. If you remember a few podcasts ago, which was a long time ago, but I did take the Celtics at 18 to 1 to win the NBA championship. And they uh, just lost game one to the Heat as as we were about to go through Pete's picks again. So I'm a little I'm a little annoyed by that. But they're still alive. So which I have the Heat in the NBA finals. So so if you listen to it, like if you just took the Heat and the Celtics, we'd be doing pretty good for you. But anyway, yeah. Well, thanks for coming back, folks. Stay um, tuned. Yeah, we promise not to go away this long again. This will be coming to you weekly, and the Instagram will get going. And like I said, we have some cool upcoming segments we want to throw in, and we'll see you again real soon. We love you. We love you so much. Keep on.